I will be grateful if you will have my text on the screen. First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. That is the pivotal one. And I also have another verse of scripture that will even bring out the best in our pivotal text, which is Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. And also Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 2 to 3. Let me just tell you a little, not not, not an exegesis or an, or an exposition about these uh, uh, chapters and verses, but our pivotal one, our, our most important text in Chronicles is about the sons of Issachar. I call them decisive leaders. One of the weaknesses in contemporary leadership, particularly in Africa, that consists of 54 countries, is leaders who are decisive. Leaders who are able to make the right decisions and implement them. Minutes of board meetings were dreams, aspirations, uh, good ideas are suggested. It fills volumes and volumes of minutes. Good ideas in minutes books, but it is never implemented because of this weakness in leadership, not only in Africa, but globally. But because I'm an African Shangan from Petanenge, I am more worried about leadership in Africa than anywhere in the world. We will never reach higher heights in Africa. And Africa will never develop spiritually, mentally, physically, socially, economically, politically, environmentally, until we have decisive leaders. Every country and every continent, we are products of the decisions that are made by leaders. If you decide wrong, you will act wrong. If you decide right, you will act right. If you will plan for your family, for your local church, for your business, for your country, for your continent, for your f sport, 
whatever, if you plan right, you will, you will reap good results. Because if you fail to plan, you have already planned to fail. Now, in Chronicles 12.32, we read about this Issachar leaders or leadership. I will tell you more about them. But now, in, in, in Nehemiah, Chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, we read about a certain guy who was not so much famous. Don't be deceived by fame. Don't be deceived by popularity. And don't be deceived by greatness. Greatness is not the absence of flaws, shortcomings, weaknesses, blunders, even sins. Abraham was great, but he lied. Moses was great, but he killed a human being and conducted the funeral himself. And I think it was Bishop Dick at the speaker's lounge who also alluded uh, that he even broke the Ten Commandments, you know. (laughs) After spending 40 days with God on the mountain, David committed adultery, organized one. Planned, orchestrated. And Simon Peter, who preached one message that converted 3,000 people, chopped somebody's ear. I like it in Ishchangana. Utremente beyangwanabaan. And you know what Jesus did? He replaced it. Say amen to that one. You will never reconcile divided people without Jesus. You will never build broken lives without Jesus. You will never do right in advocacy without Jesus. You may have your United Nations, African Union, SADC, G8, G20... We will fail with all these world bodies. Here is COVID-19, coronavirus, and there has been other eight viruses, eight coronas, which has been survived by the previous generations. We had Ebola and HIV AIDS, and we have all the governments, the United Nations is still there. Marana Ebola go. Na COVID-19 go. It is only Jesus who can replace back. <laughs> Missing links in human histories. And 
What I like in Nehemiah, this guy is not known. He was a brother to Nehemiah. He was the one who informed Nehemiah about the real situation in Jerusalem. You may not be a bishop, an apostle, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist, but you can help a great leader to decide right, to act right, and to lead right. You know what this unknown guy told his brother Nehemiah when Nehemiah asked him, how is the situation at home? Three things. He said, God's people are suffering. Number two, the walls of Jerusalem have been broken down. And three, the gates of the city, which stands for security, have been burned down with fire. When Nehemiah heard that, a leader rose inside him. A vision was born inside him. He started organizing a team and to do right. And in less than two months, he was able to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. There is a leadership bankruptcy and a poverty of leadership. And and a scarcity of Christ-like leadership globally. The world is full of managers, but not necessarily leaders. You may be able to manage, plan, organize, administer, strategize, and setting goals, and you may still lack vision. You may still lack insight. You may still lack understanding. You may still lack genuine heart for people. You may still lack intelligence. Intelligence not from learning institutions, but intelligence from God to understand situations and to also understand people. So there is an urgent need in our contemporary world for the Isaka type of decisive leaders who will be able to express enlightenment, efficiency, credibility, effectiveness, decisiveness, and vision. The sons of Issachar's decisive leadership was characterized by two important virtues. Number one, they were godly in their leadership. Two, 
they were educated. Three, they were intelligent. Four, they had understanding of the situation of their time. And they were also trained. The mistake of us traditional Pentecostals, particularly during my time, I got saved in 1960, when you would hear Bazalani say, Moya autuani na metriki. And can you, can you believe when I got married 50 years back, married by Nicholas B.H. Bengu in his biggest church in Duncan Village in East London, there was no kiss the bride. You, 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 you couldn't kiss in church. You had to wait until you get into some dark rooms, you know. I'm, just, I'm trying to show you the Pentecostal church of yesterday. Now, you will understand how excited, how full of joy I am to see a young Pentecostal leader Having done all this, in August I turned 76 years. Just imagine how I feel, how I am bubbling when I see, look at this pulpit, it talks. There is nothing that does not talk here. Look at this microphone. He just dust every day. I was the leader of Back to God Crusade. I was Bengu's right hand man. I led the Back to God to Swaziland, to Zimbabwe, and I was Back to God leader in South Africa. But with the Pentecostal leadership of today, I can see the flame of decisiveness. And the second characteristics of the Isaka qualities, virtues, they, they, they re responded right to the challenges of their time. Number two, their response were relevant. Three, they answered questions that were asked. Four, they, they scratched where it was itching. Five, they were able to, to discern, diagnose, analyze and dissect and lastly they, they had a clean motive 
in their leadership and ministry. If we were to ask these questions to all the leaders of the world, what got you into leadership? What is your motive? If we were to be honest, you would hear things I tell you. Did you know Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, when you, where you read about Jesus feeding the multitudes, the Bible says the number of the followers of Jesus increased. Babata the fish and chips. And the Bible, yes, Changana Yiri, they wanted Jesus to be king of manufacturing fish and bread. Motive ye crucial. What is your motive in being a bishop, apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist? What is your motive in starting that church? Sometimes few, kilo, few meters from your original church. What is your motive in, in marrying that man or in marrying that woman? We are fortunate because the word motive is an abstract and it's invisible. If your husband would know, if your wife would know, <laughs> many of you know Dobson focus on the family. They they were celebrating many years of being in the ministry. I am in their board in America. They asked over 50 authors to contribute two lines. What will keep marriage healthy, strong, and happy? Only two lines. And I... I told them my two lines. And I never spoke about love. I said, what will keep marriage together is commitment and accepting difference. So, in order for us to be like the sons of Issachar, we should be characterized by those things. And let me end with the, 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 the qualities, uh, the characteristics and marks of leadership. One, they knew God experientially. Two, they were called by God. Three, they were leaders of integrity. 
Four, they had a heart for people. Five, they were able to discern. Six, they were leaders who fought for things larger than themselves. Seven, they led with conviction. Eight, they were courageous and bold. Nine, they were products of good foundational leadership. You can't just be a leader. You must, before you become a leader, you must belong to a local church. You must serve under a pastor. You must learn loyalty. You must accept discipline. If I am your pastor and say, uh, don't just pray, you must paint the walls of the church. That's practical Christianity. Where was I? In nine or ten? Yeah, and um, number 10, they are they implies plurality and teamwork. 11, the last quality, I guess, they came from healthy families. Don't underestimate people who come from good marriages. Shapfuna uh, in life. May God bless inkwabula babangana mitleinene na bana labakulela kumitleinene. The Isaka type leaders. They learned from Christ even if they did not walk with him and Jesus did not exist with them physically. Just like Abraham, you know, he claimed the New Testament faith. You know, in order for you to be blessed, you must claim not only money, cars and houses, you must be able to claim a a lasting blessing which is not based on materialism. And what when you are in Christ and the Holy Spirit, the kingdom of God, the Bible, you will avoid the following things. You will avoid the misuse of power. You will avoid the misuse of fame. You will avoid the misuse of leadership influence. You will avoid the misuse of money. You will avoid to the, the misuse of, of your own body, you know. You will avoid to manipulate, manipulate people, you know. You use especially leaders today in politics. It's so interesting. I've been to the White House and I have seen um, leaders misusing, you know. 
you know, some secular leaders, especially in Africa, they misuse women and they misuse children and they misuse the youth because young people are like the prodigal son, you know. They are, in, they, they are intelligent and talented, but they are not wise. No, no maturity, no understanding, no discipline, no self-control. If I was to ask to address the, the young people globally, I would address them on discipline. Yeah. So that is why if you are a Christian woman, you shouldn't even allow politicians to use you against your own husband. Because they can empower you beyond scripture. And you no longer submit to your husband. Wherever you go, 50-50. 50-50. Even if you don't know what that 50 means. I believe in the equality of humanity regardless of sex. We are equal education uh, money, profession, brains. I know res from research women are more intelligent than men. Yeah. I have no problem with that. But if my wife, Tandy, was to decide that uh, she wants to take over and she no longer wants to submit, you know what I will do? Ningengubi. Uh, I will just stop protecting her because she doesn't need my uh, family governance leadership. And she will be open to all cases, not demonic cases, earthly practical problems. Even if we're urna five degrees, Nuna we're standard two, you still need him. So, because of time, I will stop right there. It's a four-page thing. You will read it at your own time. Next time we meet in this manner, I will continue. But we have a lot to discuss. We have a lot to think about. The Issachar type decisive leadership which was characterized by two major qualities understanding the times and also knowing what to say at that time did you know that many of us are irrelevant even when we preach. We answer questions that are not asked. Whenever you get behind the pulpit, remember Lord's wife. And Lord's wife is dead. And the same you, the mfundi, the husband, who preach, remember Lord's wife. 
you don't remember your own. <laughs> Who sleeps with you on the same bed? She's restless. She sometimes hits you with the elbow to try to get your attention. And you don't understand the language. She even kicks you down. By that she say, remember me. And instead of remembering her, you remember Lord's wife. And when she keeps on wanting your attention, you start casting out demons that are not there. May the Lord help us in South Africa, Africa and globally to have the Issachar type decisive leadership. God bless you.